So it's getting to be that time of year where I get this call a lot. And I know everybody else in the shop is too. But they're having issues with callers either not picking up good reception or they're getting bad readings or things like that. And I think we should really talk about the real root of it. And a lot of times, buddy, I don't know what you think, but I think IDs are something that's really misunderstood by general hunting population and how those can affect the operation of your unit as far as reception. So I'd kind of like to talk a little bit about the unit IDs and how you can manipulate those or change them to better, to give you better service, basically. Okay. So is that, um, I guess I put, the I put thing you on the me, spot here. here yeah, you here did. Like, and it kind of threw me way off because we just did another one and I'm like trying to re reshift gears here. But, you know, we do have a chart on our website at dusupply.com that is a hundred dog programming chart. And that allows you to put in a hundred dogs into five different handhelds with minimal to no interference. And all it is, is it's changing around unit IDs so that we have these callers spaced far enough apart that they're not interfering, but they're close enough. They're staying within the operating range. Now you're the smart guy. I'm the guy that goes to the woods and fixes stuff with hammers, but buddy, can you kind of tell us a little bit about the importance of the ID and the two different pieces, meaning, you know, it's multiple digits. There's a digit and a dash and another digit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, a big, I'm subject. getting to be a, a crappy like leading edge guy as I want to go less in technology. I'm like, yeah, screw it. <laughs> if it works, don't break it. Like we'll just keep right. going that route. So I find myself not being, not geeking out as much on, on the technical stuff as I, as I used to. Mm-hmm. Um, the basic premise of the IDs is the first number is the frequency. Okay. So the best way I describe it is, is if you had a, um, let's just say a five channel CB radio, right? An old logger radio, but there's only five channels instead of 40. So you got five channels, which is what the Garmin has. It's the MERS multi-use radio system or something like that. It's a MERS radio frequency that these devices talk on, and there's five different channels. You can look them up. I don't know what the, the frequencies are, but they're 154 or something. You know, they're right in that. Yeah, they're 156-ish. Yeah, somewhere in there. So there's five channels. So the first number is the channel. Okay, so that's like, call it channel one through five. One dash whatever is channel one. And then the second number is what they call a time slot. So I always try to explain it that if if I had 20, 20 guys, right, and everybody had a CB radio, including myself, I would have you go out somewhere and I would say, okay, Jason, and we're going to simplify this, but let's, let's break our, our communication up in 20 minute segments. So I got to track 20 people. I'm going to say, okay, it, it, at the one minute mark or the zero minute mark, Jason, that's you. Okay. So I'm going to get a piece of paper and I'm going to. You hear my piece of paper right here? Yeah. <laughs> He's got a paper. Because I, I, I can't keep track of shit, uh, let alone passwords. And I'm going to say, at the zero-minute mark, I'm going to write Jason. 
and I want you on on channel one. Okay, so so essentially the Garmin would assign you as one dash zero. Okay, mm-hmm. that would be what we would you know in, in this for for simplifications. I'm gonna say Jason, you're one zero. That's your ID number. Your ID number one zero. So what that's gonna tell you because you know it is at the zero minute mark. I'm going to get on the radio and turn to channel one and I'm going to announce where I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so now let's take, pick a name. Jess. Jess. Okay. We're going to have a W theme. Jess. Okay. I'm just going to be weird and I'm going to sign her three dash 18. Okay. We're not being methodical. I'm just saying some number. So what that's going to tell Jess is at the 18-minute mark, she's going to get on channel 3 and tell me her location. Okay? Just on CB Radio. 3-18. Pick another name. Andrew. Andrew. Andrew's going to be 2-3. Fair enough? Fair enough. Okay. So at the 3-minute mark, Andrew's going to get on channel 2 and tell me his location. Who we got? Shannon? Yep. Another employee. Um, we haven't done channel five, so we'll do five dash four. Okay. Okay. Uh Mike is gonna be we got channel four dash I'm gonna do seven. Okay. I think that's everybody, isn't it? Oh, we got Mariah. No, Mariah. Okay. Olivia. Mariah will be let's do one dash. Oh, 17. Okay. So I got my list here. Everybody's got the exact same time because we're working off a satellite. So everybody knows the exact same time. Now we're slowing it down. Garmin does this in in milliseconds, okay? Because we're humans and and our brain functions differently, I'm slowing it down to minutes. So at 12 o'clock on the button, when the cli- when the when the when the zero minute mark starts twelve zero 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 and the seconds are zero zero, okay, Jason. Since you're on the zero minute mark, we're on a brand new minute, right? Mm-hmm. So so you're gonna get on the radio and you're gonna say, hey, I'm on top of you know Bald Ridge or whatever, and I'm gonna hear your your announcement on my radio, and I'm gonna write up Jason's Bald Ridge, whatever. So, so you sent me your, maybe you sent me your GPS locations, whatever it is. The Garmin, the callers are sending the GPS location. They're right. also sending things like, hey, how much am I barking? Um, what my battery life is? You know, there's other stuff that they're sending. So, so they're saying, hey, I'm here. My battery is full and my, uh, my barking is zero. You know, if you got bark indicators on there, right? So there's, there's stuff that it's sending to you in, in GPS signal. And my GPS signal is, is, is uh, full GPS bars. Okay, so at, at 12 o'clock, that's what you do. The minute mark changes. You, so you got one minute to give me all that information. Boom, done. At 12.01, okay, you're going to shut your ass up. So your caller shuts up. Yeah, you're like, yep, I'm done. My yeah, time's done. specified time. And that's my done. time. We're done. If you don't get it, if I don't get it in that minute, I'll have to wait for the next round because I just don't get it. Now I don't have a caller in the one minute mark, right? My next mm-hmm. my next call out is uh at the three minute at the three, right? So Andrew's in three. So at twelve oh one, I got no callers working. If I had twenty callers, there would be somebody assigned to that one minute mark. So so anyways, sure. my system takes a break. I was like, yeah, I don't have anybody now. I kick back, I have a beer, whatever. Twelve oh two, I don't have anybody, right? At twelve oh three, 
Andrew, if he's not late, sometimes he's late, <laughs> but at 12.03 on the minute, on the exact second, Andrew would pipe up and be like, I'm here, this is my battery, this is my GPS, all the information you want to send that your handheld gets from the caller, and it's got that one minute to send it, and so it does it then, okay? At the four-minute mark, as soon as that three minutes is up, Andrew's going to shut up. Mike, or no, Shannon is number four, so, so, and that's on, so let me back up one. I would look at it and go, I've got to be on channel two because you were on channel one, Jason. So mm -hmm. I'm going to look at my cheat and I go, oh, Andrew's going to be on channel two. I'm going to flip my knob, my CB to channel two, and I'm going to listen for Andrew. Okay. Right. Makes sense. So, cause I got to be on the same channel. If I'm, if I'm still on channel one, I'm not going like to hear Andrew. telemetry boxes. You got your channels, you know, you got to make sure you're on the right yeah, channel. Let's just talk about CBs, man. Let's, let's not complicated, Jason. Let's keep it easy. <laughs> Jesus. We're talking about not a CB scientific guy. information here, and you want to bring in more. Anyway, I'm just picking on you. So at the four-minute mark, 12.04, I'm going to look at my chart, and I go, oh, I'm supposed to be listening for Shannon. And do you remember what channel Shannon was on? No. You probably don't because you weren't paying attention. You weren't You no. weren't good in school. Well, I wrote it down because it's in my system, but if I didn't, you know, I'm, I'm the alpha. I'm the I'm the. I'm the Alpha. Yes. I like that name. I... Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> so, so I'm going to go, oh, I got Shannon on channel five. So I got to make sure I turn over to channel five and I listen for, for Shannon. Okay. And then, you know, the, the five minute I skip, the six minute I skip because I got nobody. And then at the seven minute, you'll mark at the seventh time slot. I know Mike is, he's on channel four. So I switched to four. So you can see I'm doing all this switching. I, I, I got a clock and I just know. And, and then I then I have a, a time off and I go till seventeen. I pick up Mariah on channel one, so I go back to channel one and pick up seventeen. And then on the eighteen minute mark, I pick up Jess, and she's on channel three. Okay. Here's so you know where you need to be to pick up that signal. It's a specified time at a specified frequency. Yep. I can every only be time. listening for one person in my time slot. So when I'm at the one minute mark, I can't. I can't listen to two different channels at the same time. So if there's right. somebody on, on two zero and I got you on one zero, I'm not physically able to listen to the two channels. Cause I got to turn my knob to one. Cause I'm listening for Jason. So, right. so I'm listening for Jason. I'm going to ignore everything else. I listen to one zero. I hear Jason and, and that's it. Now that other channel technically shouldn't interfere because it's a whole different channel. But if you ever listen to CBs, sometimes there's some bleed over. You know what I mean? Sometimes you hear this, wah, 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 and that mm -hmm. can interference. So if I had some other dog on two zero or some other person that was closer than you were, right? right. I might hear this, the static, you know, like wah, 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 at the time that you're trying to tell me something. Mm -hmm. And so it might make it where it's harder for me to hear you. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's when these fields get really you have a hundred dogs out there 200 dogs at a field trial and you start losing tracking is because you got all these different callers shouting on these time spots and your handheld's going man i'm supposed to listen for 110 and these radio i mean there's so many people talking on different channels that that it's hard for me to hear the one channel i need to hear and so you start losing signal right you start losing that right. that quality where it's like man i think i and at some point here's a here's a very valid question that that garmin will ask me okay like uh hey buddy at what point do you 
want us. So, so there's two dogs. I got Jason. I'm gonna call you a dog. That's all right. And then there's some other hunter out there with a dog named Bill. Okay. You're on one zero, and he's on one zero. Now the ID numbers are there's a lock, so we shouldn't be able to to track or train each other. You know what I mean? They're they're identified. But I'm on my alpha, and Garmin's gonna ask me, "Hey, buddy, um, I think I know where Jason is." Uh, but I'm also getting this interference from this other dog. Do you want me to report where I think Jason is, or do you want me to wait until I'm I'm fully sure where Jason is? What's your answer sure. to that? What's my answer? Yeah, what's your you, this is a valid question? You got two dogs out there. You got your dog. I want to know where they think they're at. Okay, so what if it starts showing the other dog? Then I know somebody's hunting in my spot. No, <laughs> <laughs> it could be wrong. Right, it could be way wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. These are all valid questions that come up with what Garmin's doing. So, at first, you know, I'll give you the example. So, they they uh, they pushed, the, Garmin erred on the side of, of uh, caution. And they're like, we're going to tell you where we think everything is. So, if we have a faint signal and we think it is, we're going to show you. And you know what it did? It showed your dog three miles off. Right. So, you're like... Holy crap, my dog's three miles over there, and it's not. I know it. The, the, the system's screwing up, right? Mm-hmm. Because cause it's showing your dog in the wrong spot. It got some interference. It didn't have accurate information. The signal was weak, and Garmin put your dog where it thought it was, and it was wrong. Now you're pissed off. A lot of people. Right. Oh, Garmin. Blah, 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 blah. It's not you know what accurate. they do? You know what Garmin does? Well, we're not going to tell that asshole Jason where his dog is until we really know where it is. Right. Okay? And I mean, this is a true story. So they back it down, and they go, we didn't have high confidence in that, and we shared information with Jason, or, or Buddy, the alpha, and Buddy got really pissed because it showed his dog way off, and it wasn't way off, and, and now there's lines going across, throwing my dog here, and it shows it three miles over there, and it shows it back, and and the user's just like, oh, my God, like, this system sucks. This system is the worst system ever. <laughs> and so they're like, well, that's not good. Now we're the worst system ever. And we were just trying to help you out by showing you information. You know what I mean? We right. had information. It, we, we knew it wasn't really good information, but we figured we, some information is better than none. So they dial it back. Well, now, you, now when your dog gets out on those fringes, one mile, two miles, right, we're where your signal's not exactly strong and the garment's kind of like, yeah, I think he's here. And most of the time it's right. Now they're going to, now they can lay back and go, eh, don't tell them. Don't tell. I don't know. I don't know that that's good. And make sure. Yeah. I need to make sure. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. And so you got this dog on the fringe. That's like, yeah, I got some information, but I'm not hundred percent confident. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm 70% confident. I'm 80%, whatever the number is, right? What is the confidence that you want Garmin to give you hundred percent. Well, that's short range, a couple hundred right. yards, right? Now you start getting out 500 yards. Well, no, but you're accurate. Whenever you're in that man, we know that caller is right there. We, we got good. We got good Intel that we know where the caller is. So let me ask you a question. What, con- what, what level of confidence do you want the caller before, before the alpha puts it on the map? I, I say fairly. I mean, fairly. No, what number? We need a number, Jason. Fairly's not a. That's that's derivative. If Garmin's asking seventy-five percent, right 
75 to 80%. How about that? So 20% of the time you're okay. If it thinks it knows where your caller is and you're going to cut down 20% of your, your signal. I guess when you put it that way, I don't want to lose range. I'm not, I don't know what the numbers are, right? I'm not saying I know Garmin doesn't share that with me, but they do ask questions like this. Okay. Mm -hmm. These are the questions they ask. And it's like, it, it's easy to be like, I want the most distance. I want the most whatever. And then the engineer comes in, the smart guy in the room, and he's like, hey, yeah, so we have these situations <laughs> where we, we're, we're like 70% sure that we got the right information. But if we're not, I'm just going to show your dog in the wrong spot. And I'm like, hmm. So they're like, do you want do you want us to show? I mean, we don't want to show the dog. Their, their goal isn't to show the dog in the wrong spot. You know what I mean? Right. Like their goal is to show you the dog in the right spot, but the more liberal they are with their, their information and the more risk they're willing to take because it's important to track our dogs. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like the more susceptible we are to problems and, and range and, and accuracy. And so it's like, it's like this balancing act that, that people don't see. In houndsmen in particular, we just don't we don't often see the balancing act that happens behind the scenes in meetings and phone calls and conferences and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm sure. Um and and that's the the part where I used to be really particular and I was like so mad about issues and and, and I've just gotten my ass handed to me so many times. It's like, well, what do you want us to do, buddy? Because we got this, you know, this information. It's going to be three miles off occasionally, or you're going to lose distance. And I'm like, oh, well, I want both. I want distance and I want accuracy. Yeah, right. you know I mean? like, well, and they're like, I wish we could do that, but we can't. You know what I mean? They're like, we we can't. I, we, we cannot give you the most extreme distance and the most extreme accuracy. You have to pick one or the other, you know, with battery life. You know what I mean? There's all these metrics of give and take in these callers that it's not magic. Like, you you... At the end of the day, you're always giving up something to accomplish something else. Sure. And and so that's my spiel on, on getting back to the ID numbers. When you have dogs on the same ID number, it causes conflict. And it, it the system has to distinguish between what's your caller and what's the noise out there. And the more noise out there, the harder it is for you to get performance out of your system. And I think that's the biggest misconception is people think that if you have, um, let's say, a, a 1-0 and a 2-0 and a 3-0, yes, they're all on different channels, but then they're surprised when sometimes you get range issues, especially as those dogs get farther out, which kind of plays into what you were just explaining, yep. is it's it's trying to find that information, but yet you've got this white noise going on. It's all in the same time slot. So... I mean, that causes some issues. It, it does. And it can even be like you could get into the the fray of distance by not having inner interference. I mean, as the, as the signal gets away, it gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And so, you know, let's take 1.1 1. 1 mile or, you know what I mean? At some point, that signal, it's got, you know, you take a guy on a CB and you, you send him out down the road. And it's like a log truck driver. It's like, man, what, did he say six or seven? <laughs> mile marker, not that important to me, right? Six miles away, log truck, whatever. But man, 
I want to know what the half mile marker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, right. <laughs> Loaded coming down to the half mile marker. I'm like, yep, I'm pulling over right now. Like I can tell there's somebody here or whatever. And so it works really good close, but at the end of it, and you know what I mean? It's like, man, did he, I, I can't quite tell what he said. So in that situation, I'm like, yeah, I don't really care. Just tell me when he's close. You know I mean? You turn your squats down, you start dialing your radio down. So you listen to the really close traffic. Well, mm-hmm. we don't want that in the dog world with garments. We want to be listening out there at those distances. But again, it's, you know, you're, you're losing something. And so I just. To trade off. Um, there's distance issues. You know, guys ask me how far or whatever. And, and I've, I've gotten a lot more tolerable because I've gotten asked questions that made me think and go, hmm, I don't know what I want. I want, I want, I want long distance and I want accuracy. And, right. and they're like, yeah, we do too. Like we, we definitely do too. So when you think about it and I mean, feel free to PM us, message us, whatever, like what, how accurate do you want? And how much long distance? If you had a scale, longest distance we got a distance axis. <laughs> so, so you got the longest distance with no interference, but if you get interference, man, your dog might be three miles off. It might show it somewhere where you know damn good and well it's not. And you're going to be mad about it. You're going to call us and be like, this dog's tracking off. It shows me over three miles away or, or two miles away. And it's like, well, that's just what it thought. It, it One option for Garmin is to just not show you that. You know what I mean? Like, it's You could have a question mark. It, put a question mark. Don't show this guy. You know what I mean? Like, dial the range down until you get accurate because this guy wants accuracy. He wants to know exactly there, and that means he won't get as much distance. Or mm-hmm. there's the guy that, you know, in my opinion, I'm like, you know what? I can tell when my dog's not, my, my dog doesn't jump three miles really quickly. So if I see a three mile jump, I know something's happening with my signal and, mm-hmm. and, uh, I'm going to where the, I know the dog is. So there's the, there's the other side of that is, is I can take, give me the data and I'll use my human brain to tell that's not right. That dog did not just jump three miles. Like I can tell you right. it's not doing that or, or dog takes off on its own. You know what I mean? Like, the caller's like, I don't think this is right. It can hide the information from us. Garmin has the ability to say, yep, don't report this. We are not, we don't have high confidence in, in the accuracy. So don't, don't report it. And then the guy's going to be mad because it's, it's not reporting it. It's like, yeah, sorry. We don't know where your dog is. Go, you know what I mean? That's the answer. You know what I mean? Basically, basically they're saying, yeah, we don't have any, we, we have some information, but we don't want to give it to you because sure. we don't think it's right. We don't, we, so, and sometimes that's right. Sometimes that, yeah, I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I kind of would like to know what you do know, because maybe I could puzzle I some shit together. I piece the rest of it together. Yeah. Uh, so, so I don't know. Like, I, there's a big old round circle there. Did I make you think a little bit? Yeah. You know, I've never thought about it in that perspective, you know, like the concept of it and. And understanding, you know, it's, you got a room It's really easy to sit on a couch or sit on a mountain and be like, this is bullshit. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it really I'm is. Call I mean, w. I, I'm going to call him and bitch. And I'm like, well, I can bitch too. But that's the question they're going to ask me. And I'm like, well, I didn't think well, about that. And it that. is what it is. I mean, you're dealing with a set operating system. And I would say this is probably one of my biggest tech support calls with the most pushback. You know, people yeah. not wanting to look into it so much, but really these IDs, that is that is the building block of the communication between your handheld and your callers 
And if you don't have everything set up correctly there, which it does it automatically. Yes, it automatically selects IDs and it tries to put things. I don't know if there's a rhyme or reason or if it's random. Just random. It is, but, it's trying to make a block that's not interference. So I'll reel it back a little bit. And, and so one of the things is on a handheld or a collar, there are situations that maybe it has a stronger driver on a certain channel. And so mm-hmm. these are radio signals. And so sometimes they work better here. Sometimes antennas work. Sometimes, you know, unit to unit may be a little different. Now, Garmin's trying to get everything the same. I mean, they they want to stamp out everything the best. And it just comes out stamped and it works the exact same for every device. On radios, that just don't happen. Like CB radios, sure. sometimes you get one that has tuned a little bit here. The Santana does a little bit better. I mean, there's so many moving pieces in this in this game. The goal is is all the same. Every caller drops off at the exact same time. You know what I mean? The exact same distance. That's not going to happen. That's not the real world. So there may be situations where a, a, a system tracks better on channel one than it does on channel four. Maybe mm-hmm. the antenna is tuned a little better. Maybe it's kind of. You know, I mean, there's little things like that can happen, and so you want to pay attention and go, man, this caller. I got these three callers that track awesome. They track to 1.3 miles, and I got these other two callers that track to 800 yards. Sure. Well, look at the what's you know, the look common at that, factor. That, I'm not saying there is. I'm not saying there isn't. But maybe the three callers are on channel one, and the two callers are on channel four. Maybe you should try sure. to push those to channel one. You know, timestamps. Is, is it right? Is it wrong? You know what I mean? Could you? Could you call Garmin and be like, "Yeah, my channel fours are weak" or whatever, and they're gonna be like, "Yeah, we'll swap it out" or whatever. You know what I mean? Like I, right. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying I'm the type of guy that I'm like, man, I don't need perfect. I just need to figure it out. And so I, if I could just run them on channel one, I'd be like, "Well, I'm a channel one kind of guy. All my dogs go to channel one." <laughs> right. So it's looking at little things like that that you can use to your advantage to help. And so if you see something, it's not supposed. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm, I'm, definitely not saying that you buy a system they're a thousand dollar system it should work like just like we talked about before the gps should work sometimes Mm -hmm. in electronics shit don't work i mean it it just doesn't for no right doesn't work consistently when it's really consistently not working that's when we can get it swapped out that's when it's time to to change it it's like man when it works less than it than it actually works right um those are times it's like yeah, we probably need to swap that collar out, get it replaced or whatever, you know, update the software. There's some issue there. Um, but the IDs, you can look at it and go, well, I, I'm, I'm seeing a trend here. I'm seeing that every time I'm on channel four, my caller just loses a little bit of a signal or maybe on channel one or, or, uh, yeah. or whatever. And so using the IDs to, to help would be good. The other thing is, is um, I've seen situations, especially with older software, where the caller jumps ID. Yeah. Um, so we'll get calls that are like, I'm not tracking that dog anymore. I'm like, well, what what'd you do? I haven't done nothing. I, I, I just turned that caller off, turned it on one day, and it's not tracking. And so to remedy that, we, I, and I've, I've seen it, and I don't know what the reason is. What's that? Is it triple blinking? <laughs> is it triple blinking? Yeah. And they'll be like, yeah, it's triple blinking. And I'll be like, that's interesting. So when I get a right. call that's like, I'm not tracking this caller and it's triple blinking. Um, 
and this happened earlier, you know, in the early GPS days, a lot more with, with DC-30s and stuff. They would get changed by other people. But the ID, for some reason, got changed. And so I'll have them, what I'll do is I'll tell them, hey, write that ID number down for me. So they'll write down 13 or whatever it is, right? And I'll say, let's delete that dog and let's re-add it. And when we re-add it, it comes in as like 23 or whatever. Yeah. Old software, more of a problem. New software, fixed it. So sometimes there's issues like that, that that happen in the software, and it's a software glitch, and it gets fixed. Um, not saying it's right, or not saying it's wrong, but this is the reason why did you update the software from our other podcast? Um, and they'll add it. It's like, well, that caller was transmitting on channel two instead of channel one, or a different time slot, or whatever. And sure. so, what I'll normally what tell people the unit's is, not listening for it. Yeah. What I'll normally tell people is, is that's weird. That shouldn't happen. If you see it happen again or consistently, we need to really look at that caller. Like, you know what I mean? Like, did it get, did you accidentally bump it? Did you accidentally try and change the update? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know that it's human error by fumbling buttons. I've had it happen to me and I don't think it was human sure. error. I, you know what I mean? Like, but it's so hard to repeat. It's so hard to know. I've, I've seen it happen on master reset of callers before. I've seen it happen a few times out in the field. I've had customers call and uh, most of the time it doesn't happen again. You know what I mean? If it does happen again, then, then I'm really drilling down. I mean like, Hey, I want people to right. video that issue so I can send it to Garmin. It's like, and that's where software update, you know what I mean? Serial number. Cause I can, I can email that issue and go, Hey, I seen this happen again here. We don't exactly know why that happens, but weird shit happens on these things sometimes. And, and trying oh, yeah. to get them fixed is a real pain in the ass. So, so that's something if you're, if you're getting a triple blink and you're not tracking it, I look at the ID number and see what it is and then delete yep. it, re-add it. And a lot of times the ID number is different when you re-add it. And it's like, man, that caller's on a different ID number now. And uh, yeah, I've seen that a lot. If you see that happen a lot, that's a problem. Don't ignore that. You know what I mean? Let us no. know, let Garmin know, um, you know, it, we get the collar replaced or whatever. That's a dangerous problem to ignore. And I don't, I don't want to treat it um, like it's no big deal. You know what I mean? Right. Like that those are issues that I really, that I do, you know, get concerned about. So, all right. What else do you want to know, Jason? I, I, I just took over your podcast, started talking. I don't know. I think that's a pretty good explanation of it. You know, it's just, I think there are a lot Where's of people Jason's out there number? who didn't on, understand. On the dial, zero, zero. to 100. You, yeah. how, how much range do you want versus how much accuracy? Where's, where do you, where do you put, put, point that dial? Well, earlier I was at like 75, but I'm kind of like you after thinking about it this way, when you can use your own brain to deduce like, okay, this dog is not really a mile and a half away. Like, yeah, we all know that. I mean, I'd probably lean more on the accuracy side, you know, 80. You want it accurate? I'd want it accurate. You want it accurate, so you want less range, more accurate. Yep. That's just me personally, because then I know if it's out of range, I can go on the hunt. I can get to a vantage point. I can get, you know, here or there. But it might be different for somebody who's hunting out I of state. You, I, I, I lean a little bit more on the distance. I'd rather have it distant. And, and But you travel accurate, from home. Put me a question mark. You know what I mean? Show me the dog, but don't. Show me a question mark. Again, I don't know what I don't know where Garmin is. I'm not gonna say that Garmin's eighty five percent or ninety percent or seventy percent. I don't know. Like I right. I have zero indication of where they are. My answer is is 
show me what you do know. And, and I, what I'd like to see is a little confidence gauge is like, Hey, <laughs> <laughs> how sure are you? <laughs> or, you know, and, and that's kind of the signal, the GPS, that's the what calm. kind of what those are supposed to be is, you know, if that GPS is down, their confidence is down. You know what I mean? Garmin's got information. And when there's one bar of GPS, they're like, we're giving it to you. We're giving right. this to you, but our confidence is low. Our data is not good. Like this is the best we got. And, and we're going to give it to you anyways. So don't beat us up if the, if the caller is 20, 200 yards off, because next time we, I mean, the other answer is we just won't show you that, man. You, you won't get nothing. You know what I mean? Like take it off the map. And so it's always a give and take. Um, I'm sounding like a commercial for Garmin on, on one respect, but <laughs> when you, when you answer, you know, or you humanize the problem, it it's not always cut and dry. I mean, it's, it really gets difficult whenever they ask you, well, you want the most distance? We can give you the most distance, but we got to give up accuracy. You know, you're going to get some, some wrong measurements. I don't like that either. We don't ever <laughs> want to give anything up, perfect do we? Way, perfect <laughs> that way, perfect. Not going to happen. So right. Let, no, us I know think what, that was... let us know what your gauge is. You know, 100% would be 100% accuracy with the least amount of distance. 0% would be the most, you know, you'd have a lot of mistakes, but man, you would track as as far as it possibly could, but there'd be a lot of mistakes. That'd be a 0% accuracy. 100% accuracy would be a really shortened distance. And it's like, everybody's going to dial that knob somewhere different. Sure. Um, And Garmin's got to try and dial that knob. It's it's a one one size fits all, unfortunately. And they're not going to tell us where that knob is. I mean, even if I asked them, they'd be like, well, <laughs> somewhere between zero and a hundred. <laughs> zero and a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Where do, they're going to ask me the question, where do you want your knob set, buddy? And I'm going to give them a number and they'll be okay. And they're going to go ask the next guy and, and they're going to try and find that, that middle ground for everybody. That sweet spot. Because everybody's number is going to be a little different. So. so anybody out there having ID confliction issues or wanting to look at this a little more and visualize it. Make sure to go to www.dusupply.com and you can check out our 100 dog programming chart for the Astro and Alphas. And it, it actually lays it out there in a chart where you can see the correlations. So that's a good resource that's out there for our listeners, too. Awesome. I think we'll shut up on this one. We got a little over. If you want some more tech tips, some different topics, make sure you uh, shoot us a PM, an email, whatever, Jared, dog training tips these little short tips we're just going to try and geek out a little bit on different topics so hopefully you guys enjoy